Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Slowly but surely approaching Easter. Um, hope everyone's doing all right between this week and last week. Uh, I gotta tell you, I've been having some issues sleeping lately. So I'm actually still laying down while I'm talking about this with you guys today because I'm still tired. And it's, it's pretty early. It's not that early, but it's early enough to the point where I just want to lay here still because my eyes are so heavy. But I got to get up and do what I got to do for you guys. So that's what we're doing today. Um, I played hooky this week, one day off of work. Only to catch up on schoolwork, though, nothing crazy. So I'm going to sit up now because I don't feel like I'm whispering now. So I played hooky from work, which wasn't the greatest because it was an unpaid day off, but you know. You deal with your punishments as they're given to you. So, oh, by the way, there's going to be a lot of noise in the background today because there's a house being built immediately next door and I have no control over their schedule. But kind of woke me up, kind of didn't. Still had my Alec Baldwin to wake me up as well. <laughs> so they did that. Um, I had a hell of a weekend playing Call of, uh, not Call of Duty, Dead by Daylight. So that's what I did with my weekend, Saturday and Sunday. It was like overload overkill I haven't played that much of it in a very long time but that put me behind in everything else so trying to play catch up was something else oof my throat was killing me <clears throat> um it was a nice day off though it was nice to just be able to sit and do homework and just relax for a second so i was glad i was able to do that um it's a same day release day again guys so I hope you enjoy that aspect of it. I wish I would have recorded last night, but I wasn't feeling it. And I'd been sick the past few days because my stomach started bothering me again. So you know how that goes. I've been slacking on a couple of things, but I didn't slack on my workout yesterday. And now I'm in pain. There was a lot of squats and jumping. So I feel like I ripped my ass. <laughs> yesterday was a painful day at work. Um, a lot of people were jerks calling yesterday, but again, you have to get through it to make that money. So I got through it to make that money. But one guy, I got to tell you, he was just such a dick. He's an unauthorized third party, which means I can't talk to him and he just wouldn't get off phone. So it's like, sir, there's not many different languages I know to tell you to go fuck yourself, but... If there were, I would tell you in every language because I'm sure you don't understand half of them. So 
I was so frustrated to the point of not knowing what to do that I transferred him to another department, even though I knew that there was nothing they could do because he wasn't authorized. So he was just going to have to go sit with that department and deal with it. Um, uh, I was so like annoyed by it yesterday. And then I felt bad because this other woman at the end of the day who I dealt with, I felt bad for her because she was super frustrated with the situation also. And she, um, she was like, it took you 20 minutes to give me that answer. Basically what she called about was she was trying to get investor info because I think she wanted to recast her loan and uh, the loan type she had would not allow it because there's only certain specific loan programs that we can refinance and um, her loan couldn't be recast because of the investor. But that is basically the question she was asking is why she wanted to know what the denial was for, for her recast. And instead of someone just telling her that information, they told her that they were going to send her an email with that information, which we're not going to do that. We're not going to send her an email with that information. We're going to put a task out to send her investor information, but we don't send out emails with denial information as to why she couldn't recast her loan. So I just thought that was so funny because it's like that poor lady thought she was getting this information and it turned out that she wasn't getting that. So, um, that having been said, she had to wait because again, the help desk line wait times were ridiculous and I'm sitting on hold while she's sitting on hold. So it was like, I came back on the phone and I told her, I said, listen, ma'am, unfortunately, there's not something I can send you with that information, but I can tell you that we can't recast your loan because of the, who the investor is. The investor won't allow a recast. So she goes, it took you 20 minutes to tell me that information. And I was like, yeah, I apologize for the wait. Um, I can see how that would be frustrating. And I wasn't trying to be mean. It was the end of my shift. And I was just so beaten up by that last person because I was on the phone for 45 minutes trying to get him off the phone. And she was like, well, that took you all of 22 minutes to tell me. And I wanted to be like, first of all, you weren't on hold for 22 minutes. You were only on hold for 19. So I don't know where those three extra minutes came from because I can see the call times. And she was like, she's like, I'm not frustrated with you, but I wanted to let you know that I think that that's, um, that I'm going to, pay $550,000 to send a check and my monthly payment, I want to come out of it, but I also want the remainder of it to go to my principal balance. So of course, you know, I said to her, I will notate the account that we spoke and that's what your plan is. And she goes, okay. Um, thank you for your help. She's like, well, you go have a glass of wine now and this and that. And I'm like, oh boy. Um, that lady was not thrilled with anything that happened. I was telling Cassie, the EMS girl, and I was like, she was not too thrilled with me and what I did with the situation, but she wasn't upset with me. She was more up, uh, like upset with the process. So she goes, yeah, I get that. And I'm frustrated for her, but it was kind of, it's kind of nice when you get those people that aren't mad at you. They're just mad at the situation. And I was like, yeah, that's pretty much right. She wasn't really upset with me. She was just mad that, you know, that couldn't have been handled the other day. And she's sitting there stuck waiting for an email she was never going to get, which makes me feel bad. But I'm like, who would tell her that? <laughs> Why would you tell someone that they're going to get an email they're not going to get? So that was that's my two main work stories because everything else was kind of stupid. Like Tuesday was really slow. And what's worse is, is that Monday I had taken off to do this article stuff. And Tuesday, the day was slower. 
than Wednesday. Wednesday started to pick up because I had phone calls all day long. And I was like, I'm not trying to be bothered with anybody's situations. Um, so I just was, I was so confused by why I was so busy because the week prior was super dead. Nobody was calling in. Nobody was asking for help with their mortgage situations and trying to figure that out. And, um, yeah, so it, it was just so crazy busy yesterday. I'm hoping it chills out today because I have, I still have more homework to do and, um, I got to check my group project and see how, uh, yeah, <laughs> um, I have to see what, see what they say about my submission for the group paper we're doing, which is due Monday. And then my next class starts and I'm like, Oh God, I don't get a break. So Monday, my next class, um, Monday's my next class. And, uh, mm, I don't know. It's, uh, it's economics. I, I think it's, Economics on like a a higher level, though. Um, I hated economics in high school. It wasn't my favorite thing to learn. And uh, I don't know how I'm going to do with this one, but so far I'm getting an A (laughs) minus. Get an A minus in it. I still, also, I still can't believe that there hasn't been a weekend nice enough to go sit in my bathing suit that I still have with the tags and everything on it. Like it's still on the hangers, just sitting there. It's actually. In hang on hangers in a plastic bag from Target. That's what's happening with this bathing suit. And a whole bunch of nothing. So uh it's been like three weeks. It'll be a month soon that I've had this bathing suit and done nothing with it. And uh <laughs> it's just so so frustrating. Um I've been rolling around at night a lot. Last night was no different. And my stomach issues are back. And uh considering I woke up with a stomachache this morning and you know, once I get off the, off the podcast, I'm going to go and handle that as disgusting as that sounds, but you know, grow up. How's that? (laughs) So, um, my mom's oven is insane. And the reason why I say that is because (laughs) the reason why I say that the oven is insane is because from one thing to the next, you never know what what is happening like you never know exactly what's going to come out of that oven prepared or unprepared and um sorry i'm looking up something Lori. you're just gonna have to deal with it i have to freaking there we go i got my my article i wanted to use so i made a two pound meatloaf on monday and as quick as that oven is and as efficient as that oven is it took like an hour now that's not terrible for timing, but I've had shittier ovens do a quicker job in less, like do a better job in less time. So I'm like, okay, what's up with this oven? So of course I, my mom got cookie dough and cause I asked, so she got cookie dough and I was like, yes, thank God. And, um, now I made cookies the other day for my, my brother and myself and, uh, <laughs> I made them small because I was like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to eat all of these if these are huge. And um, I made some for me and my brother and made three, made six, three and three. And I'm like, if I put these in the oven and nobody else, wa- nobody else wants any, then that's it. I don't really care. 
because I ask everybody and everybody says, no, I'm good. And then, of course, when you make the damn things, everybody comes running because they smell it. So I'm like, they're going to have to make their own because I, you know, I ask and I do the polite thing and then people don't tell me right when it's happening. And it's like, hmm, too bad. So I was like, so I made them for me and my brother. My sister comes out of her room just to tell me that, oh, they're burnt. I'm like, no, they're not. Like, mind, mind your business. They're, they're darker than you like them, but they're dark. They're, they're crispy on the outside, soft on the inside, which is what I like. So they're very well done on the outside. They're tan, tan brown. And she comes out and she goes, you burnt your cookies. And I'm like, no, I didn't. I know I didn't. I know how, I know how to make cookies. I've been doing it since you were born. Like since before you were born, actually. And she goes, no, they're burnt, bro. And then she just walks back to her room. And I'm like, this little witch comes out here just to, you know, desecrate my cookies. Like, go away. (laughs) Get away from me. And, um. So I pull the cookies out and they're brown on the outside and they're like pale on the inside. And I'm like, they're perfect. They're fine. Excuse me. They're perfect. They're fine. Like it's what they are and I'm going to eat them. So I'm not worried about how she feels about it. And my brother's like, I'm going to eat them too. They're fine. So of course we go to our different spots. Like I go upstairs to eat them with my milk in front of the TV. He drank milk before, before doing it. So he went to his, he went to his room. So I was like, okay, bro. Um, <laughs> I was like, all right, I'll catch you later. We'll, we'll do this another time. Like it was like a staff meeting with donuts and coffee. <laughs> he went to his room. I went to mine. Um, so I had a funny story about that too. Cause you no. Know, okay. So here, here was my issue with the oven. So it, it's that it took like 12 minutes to make those cookies. Then it took two hours to make that meatloaf. And yeah, it's two different types of things, two different types of foods, but I was planning for those to need to be in there longer. So I made them again. I made cookies again last night because I needed something to sit heavy in my stomach to help me sleep. But instead I rolled around again. And of course, um, of course I always get these like little flashbacks while I'm doing things. And I was telling my mom because she was downstairs still, I was explaining to her that there has been an instance where where I've made something in the Cornwall apartment. And that was like, it's like two, three years ago at this point. So it's another good story for you guys. And I know you like flashbacks and this and that. So <laughs> the original, the original recording spot of the podcast was my apartment in Cornwall. It was a studio. I make cookies all the time. But I use like the pre-cut ones. Like they already have the circles that you just pretty much pop off the tray and put onto aluminum foil and into the oven. So I used to make cookies all the time. When I was younger, I was a very big old kid. I was a big kid. I used to eat lots of cookies, lots of chicken pot pies on my own. It was disgusting. So I, um, I, <laughs> being told to wake up, um, by the bean hater. Ah, God. I, um, I used to make cookies all the time and it was the Nestle Toll House or the Pillsbury Doughboy pop-out ones. So the ones that you just easily remove from that little cardboard paper tray thing from its original encasing and put it on aluminum foil and then go to work. And I had very long days in which I had been tired because my boss at the salon stressed me out and I worked six days a week to then go work out afterwards 
to then do what I had to do at the remainder of the night because I think I was also going to school at the time to get my bachelor's and just stressing myself out. Um, <laughs> stressing myself out and just, just automatically beat down and tired. Um, I went... I went to make cookies. It was the end of the night. I went to make cookies at the TV on. My bed was all set for me. And I had those heavy goose down blankets that I loved. And uh, it was my favorite blanket. So I used to make me feel nice and warm at night and cuddly and stuff. And I used to love it at the end of the day. It was like a nice big hug in bed. So I um, I would get so I made I put cookies in the oven and I got all settled for bed. And of course, <laughs> of course, while making these cookies, I fell asleep. When I woke up magically, for whatever reason, I went to the oven and there were black discs on aluminum foil in the oven. And I didn't smell them burning because my oven was electric, my stove was electric. And I had taken out my, I took out my fire, my smoke detector. And I know y'all are about to yell at me as to why I would do something like that. So I'm going to tell you right now why I did that. Um, I lived in a studio. There wasn't a lot of room in there. My kitchen was right off my bedroom. Well, my bedroom living room area. And the smoke detector was so sensitive that if you were to even boil water, the steam would set off that smoke detector. So... I took it down because I wasn't going to deal with that noise every other time of smoke hitting the smoke detector and it beeping for like a good 45 minutes until I opened a window or like I didn't have a ceiling fan. So I would have to like use a pillow to fan the air and like mix it around and whatever to make it feasible for the fucking smoke detector. Like to please the lords of the smoke detector. <laughs> um but yeah, I don't even know how I woke up from that, but I didn't even bother making any more. I kind of just went to sleep after that. So burnt cookies, burnt, burnt cookies in my sleep. Okay. Cause I had been awake for a good portion of time. I guess I just never set a timer for myself because I always knew how long it took in my oven because my oven was a certain way. And, um, it was just funny to me that that was the, there was an instance where I woke up for no good reason to find out that cookies were burnt. Um, but yeah, so that was, that was my funny little flashback story. <laughs> I couldn't even believe it. <laughs> so, um, also I checked out the Crystalia log cabin shit on Patreon. And I got to tell you that I may be obsessed or a little bit obsessed. I don't think I'm as obsessed anymore, but I've kind of been talking this out and I don't think I'm as much as a fan now as I used to be because of things. And I've discussed this in my last few episodes as to how I feel about people who, you know, who just change who they are, dependent on the situation. And I'm not a mean person. I don't mean this. I don't mean him any ill will or anything like that. Um, I'm just saying that, you know, dude, you changed a lot. And, you know, as bad as I feel for you for the situation you were in, rise above it. If Brian Callen can do it and not let them cancel him, you could have done it too. You know, you you waited 10 months to put out an apology video. At this point, it doesn't even matter. No one even really cared. Like, we're, we're like, praising you for doing it, but it doesn't matter. So, I had to see what all the fuss was about. 
with his Patreon because he mentioned it. And I was like, if he's not going to do, if he's not going to do regular episodes on Apple podcasts, then I'm going to have to see what this is about and see if it's worth it. Um, I got to tell you though, it's not $22 a month worth it. Um, it's crazy. So I'm not paying $22 a month for access to his discord. Like, yeah, I get it. He's a celebrity and he may, I may have been, like I said, I may have been a diehard fan before, but not enough to pay $22 a month. Like I bought a t-shirt. That's enough. I would buy a t-shirt a month and get more satisfaction out of that than paying $22 a month for just audio. And it's cute because the tier levels, I'm going to tell you what the tier levels are on Patreon as soon as I pull it up. Um, Chris Delia Patreon. Sorry, I'm making a lot of noise today. Chris Delia Patreon. Here we go. The Congratulations Podcast on Patreon. Oh, okay. So it's $6 a month for the lower tier, which is, let's say, Subscribing to this tier means your good purse. You'll, you also get the weekly extended episodes a day early. Only 30 to 40 minutes of each new episode will go out on YouTube for free. Here you get the whole thing. You also get one bonus episode every month. When you click the button to sign up, please say, I'll do it out loud. So what you get at this lower tier is your good purse, early access to episodes, extended episodes, bonus content, and one bonus episode every month. If you do the $22 a month, you get log cabin entry plus producer. So it says, which is pretty funny because if you follow it, it says you are now Juan Fire, who's his producer. You get everything in tier one plus you are a producer of the show. Chat with Chris in the monthly AMA on Discord and suggest show topics or even video yourself to be selected to play on the show and see your name listed in the credits. So this one says, includes Discord benefits, you good purse, early access to episodes, extended episodes, bonus content, behind-the-scenes content, log cabin Discord, which is private community, and it says one fire, producer credit, monthly AMAs, and one bonus episode. Like, dude, I'm not paying $22, $22 a month. Like, you, to me, are not worth $20 a month to be doing this anymore. Maybe way back when, when, you know... I had the ideas and views of you that I had, but not now. So I've, I've paid to listen to Patreon feeds of podcasts before, like true crime obsessed I've done because they're funny and they're not supposed to be funny because they're discussing real life, true crime cases, but they're funny. They have a good banter and they're saying what everybody else is thinking during these things. (laughs) They say what everybody's thinking while watching these true crime documentaries. Like, who would say or do any of these things? Who is this person? Why are they not arrested for knowing what they know? Like, when they do this shit with the first 48 and these people just confess to some stuff that you didn't even ask them, to arrest them. <laughs> we we spoke with local drug dealer Juan Pablo or whatever, or George Mitchum or whatever, not George Michael, because I know you guys thought I was going there, but that's not it. Um, I, like, it's just one of those things where it's like, hey, his lower third is former drug dealer. Why is he still around? That's like, you know, when rappers start singing about shit like gangbanging and stuff. And it's like, why are you not arrested? Like they said with Takashi 69 he violated his probation by s- rapping about shit that he wasn't supposed to talk about. 
So of course he gets arrested, but that's like the first time you've ever heard of that. I have never heard of an instance where a rapper has said some crazy stuff about smacking whores and freaking not getting arrested. Oh gosh. This group chat. I have a group chat with some coworkers and it looks like every certain phone numbers don't go through as group chats. They go through as separate texts. So this is the second time this has happened that someone from my group chat has outside texted me accidentally. And I'm like, no one else is seeing this. But I'm like, I'm not rude enough. They'll figure it out. <laughs> like, I would love to be the person to be like, hey, you're not group texting correctly. But some phones just don't do it. And I don't understand that. But again, I'm not. I, I will only pay for podcasts on Patreon that I actually respect and enjoy. If I get to the point where this guy stays consistent with his podcasts, maybe I'll invest something, but it's not going to be at the $22 level. You can't go from 6 to 22 Like, put some stuff in between. Because from 6 to 22 that's like a dire situation to make for a diehard fan. I'm not doing that for $22. I also got to tell you, I'm tired of my nose ring coming out while I'm sleeping. Because I basically am at the point where I just jam it back into my face and go about my night. Go about my nightmares, I should say. No, I haven't had any nightmares. It's just, it's restless sleep where I can't think of anything. Like, I wake up and I'm just annoyed. (laughs) Not intentionally. Like, I don't know what's going on. I think I just need to, like, reset. Maybe next week will be better. I'm looking forward to seeing my grandma this weekend because I haven't seen her in a while. It's definitely been over a year since I've seen her, so... I'm very excited to see her this coming weekend, spend some time with her and my great grandfather. And then of course there's Easter, which I definitely forgot about and have no idea what we're doing here. I have no idea what the plans are for Easter. I'm probably going to go out to eat because we always spend the holiday out eating unless we're going to barbecue, which would be cool too. I mean, either way, I don't care. Um, I can't wait to go. I can't wait on Friday makes four weeks since I've gotten this piercing. And I, I swear to God, as much as I've been saying it, I can't wait to get this thing changed because now it's hitting my teeth and starting to annoy me. Like, I think it's aesthetically pleasing and everything, but like, okay, it's, it's every time I talk or eat or chew or something, this metal piece hits my, hits the inside of my mouth. <laughs> like yesterday I was talking and for some reason it got stuck in a certain position and I think it cut the inside of my mouth some more. So I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> Can't wait for you to go. But um, I go Friday. I'm going to go before work. Well, tomorrow now at this point, because today's Thursday. Um, I'm going to go before work, and I'm going to see if this guy has any bioplast, like the plastic stuff. Because I'd be okay with that hitting my teeth. This metal shit got to go. Um, I got to find out if he has it first, though. I've bought bioplast jewelry before, but I think it was the... the, the um, the post was too short. So I have to see if he can even do that yet or if I have to still wait. Anything shorter, please, because this is getting stuck on everything in my mouth. Excuse me, I had a quick yawn because I'm tired. But I'm very excited to get it changed because this ball is so freaking basic, bitch. And I really wanted the jewel, like diamond, the gem. And I hadn't been able to have it because it started to... The, the um, post was too short. And, um, post was too short and it felt like the jewel was going to sink into my face. So now I have a better understanding of how this piercing heals because I had some anxiety about it 
and everything's fine now. It healed perfectly. And we're only in month one. And I think it takes like two or three months to heal this, but, um, I'm fine. I'm into it and it's staying. I'm not taking this one out. Cause I actually like this one a lot better than the other one. And when I showed the piercer where the guy put the last one, the lower lip one, he was like, what did he even bother doing it like this for? Like, this is way too high. Like he shouldn't, he was like, I went to New York and he's like, I know a lot of these piercers think they're hot shit. He goes, but most of them don't know what they're doing. He goes, and that guy didn't know what he was doing when he was trying to do that lower lip one on you. And I was like, I figured as much. I'm like, the only one I feel like he did right was my septum. And even then you have to wonder if that person did it right in the first place. <laughs> um, so another thing I've been doing lately is you know, sometimes I get into the moods where I need to rewatch TV shows. So I'm at the point where I'm rewatching How I Met Your Mother. And the first thing you forget is how long a show like that is. Like it ran for nine seasons. And you forget all the celebrities that did guest appearances. Like Alex Trebek was on it for um, Million Dollar Heads or Tails when Robin was going to be a... <laughs> a currency rotation specialist and they called her a coin flip bimbo. And then Carrie Underwood was in an episode as a farmer girl. Her name was Tiffany and Ted dated her for a minute and kept, kept Ted on the hook and this and that. I think this dog just pushed a door open and left, but I'm not getting up right now. So that's, I don't know if people know I'm awake yet, but I'm not dealing with that. <laughs> so, you start to realize like when you're watching these shows and you continuously watch them, you start to realize the clothing trends of each character. Like there's one season where you notice that, you know, Lily's wearing like oversized dresses and leggings. She wasn't pregnant at the time. Her character had not been written in as pregnant, but you can tell with certain instances, like when she was pregnant outside of it, they didn't have her on as many episodes in one season. Um, Mostly because she probably gave birth and she wanted time with her family and this and that. But they made it seem like she was so offended by a joke Barney told that she didn't want to be around the group. Which is pretty funny because she, in one season, was party to those lies when she pretended to be his girlfriend in order to stay under his roof for a little bit. So, But I got to the episode recently where Barney spends time with his dad and his dad isn't who he thought he was. So... He, um, he doesn't want to hang out with him. And, you know, it, he said that he wanted to know why he could be a suburban dad for this other kid and not him. And, you know, there was never really an answer. And of course, you know, the guy makes a second attempt to hang out with Barney and Barney's like, I think I'm just too broken. He goes, how do you do all this? How did you get to this point? He goes, because I feel like I'm just so far gone and broken that I'm never going to get to where you are, which is, you know, a husband, a father and, you know, stable and wanting to be wanting to not be as quote unquote awesome as he thinks his life is. And I was like, oh, God, because <laughs> it's, it's so heavy. Some of these lessons you learn from from that show is like a lot of it seemed like they still had growing up to do and in their 30s before they actually, you know, did the whole marriage and kids thing. And it, it was interesting to see that, you know, Barney's dad was like, you know, I was a lot worse off than you were and I made it. And he's like, so there's, it's never too late for you to try and change your life and everything. And I was like, oh, how sweet. <laughs> like one of the sweetest things I ever heard. Maybe not one of the sweetest things I've ever heard. I've heard, I've heard better. <laughs> um, 
And then you say, you see the season where, uh, Laura and I always discuss this. You see the seasons where, you know, they start doing flashbacks with, cause all the, all the hair changes that Lily went through, she, they start putting wigs on her when they do flashbacks on the show. And I was like, of course I'm at flashback season. <laughs> cause her hair was never consistent. And then, you know, you have Robin who was pretty, but they made her very blah and bland. Um, also, I think this is going to be a short episode today because I've been so stuck on homework for the last few weeks for this class, like the last two weeks, that I haven't had many things to observe. <laughs> um, and I, I don't want it to be a short episode, but at the same time, I don't really have a choice, but I think I do have enough to get me to at least 45 minutes. Um, but yeah, so How I Met Your Mother is kind of like, my safety blanket right now. So like if I'm, if I'm going through something like, you know how Grey's Anatomy sometimes gets you through breakups because it's staring at these doctors and stuff while they go through their own problems. And you're like, Oh, mine aren't as bad. So, um, yeah, that's what I've been doing lately is just rewatching how I met your mother. And then, you know, in the same rotation, I have silent Hill, silent Hill two, and then covenant and Prometheus and, I'm still I'm still stuck on those four right now because those are the movies that while I'm at work I can pause and it doesn't matter if I was paying attention or not I still know what's going on like people have asked me why I don't watch more current movies and I say well I actually would have to pay attention to those and you know it it would ruin it for me if I have to keep pausing a movie while I'm watching it to um to what you call it to to be frustrated at the fact that I had to pause it and I have no idea where I am because when you have that headset on, you don't get to answer the call. It just beeps in and you have to immediately start talking to whoever's on the other line. I'm really frustrated with that last call yesterday. Like I've never been more annoyed. The guy was like so harassing. Like he was badgering me. Like it went from me being nice about it. Like, sir, I can't help you because you're not authorized to me getting frustrated saying the same thing. So of course I'm like, ugh, this guy. And I, and then of course the the help desk chick that I was talking to, she was like, take control of the conversation. I'm like, yeah, I took control of it and sent it to tier two for an escalation because I'm not going to continue to sit on this phone for an hour with this guy who's not listening and continue to tell him that I can't talk to him because he's not authorized. That is a waste of my time. That's a waste of my time and my QA score is going to go down. Who even knows what it's going to be at this point? What's my QA scorecard going to be this week? Because I've had some terrible phone calls this week. I can't wait to hear this and the coaching that goes along with it. Because I got a hundred last week, so it can't all be all sunshine and rainbows every time because some people are just assholes. So... But yeah, that guy really got under my skin. It was 45 minutes of me going back and forth. And I even told that to the help desk lady too. I was like, listen, okay, this guy will not get off the phone. And he just wants questions answered because apparently they sent the payoff. We denied it. But he's like, is this common practice for your company to hold on to a wire for two weeks and then reject it? And I wanted to be like, sir, get off this phone right now before I find you and burn down whatever establishment you're in right now. Because you have to be crazy to be asking me questions like this and still think I'm going to answer you politely. So so that was just another tumultuous evening. And then I realized I did early release last week. And again, like I played hooky on Monday and, you know, took, took, an, 
took a day off and it was unpaid. Um, I feel like as temps, we should have our own time accrual. I just have to say, because what if something happens and I need to leave? Like, what if I have a family emergency and I can't be around for a few days for work? What am I supposed to do? I'm going to be unpaid for those days. A good thing I have money in my savings, not that I want to touch it, but it's like, what? Like, what? Like, you offer early release. You don't offer, don't offer to temps. That's the first thing. Cause it was the first time I'd gotten it. And I put, um, I put paid time, please. No one said anything. And then of course I clocked out the time I clocked out at, but I said paid early release, please adjust my time. And I get to, I approve my time card and it gets rejected. And I'm like, Oh, why would that happen? It got rejected because I don't have paid time off and I have to clock out on my timesheet at the same time I clock out for the company. And I'm like, this is bullshit. I'm like, you offer paid time early release for me to not get it. So I can't plan to do anything until I'm an actual employee there or until I'm not employed there anymore. Who knows? Because again, I'm a temp and who knows if they're going to extend an offer to me in any case. Um, still haven't caught up on station 19 or Grey's Anatomy and there's a new episode tonight. And, uh, I always wait, like when I go through these shows and something crazy happens where it makes me overly emotional or something and I stop watching it for a while, I get to a point where, um, something big has to happen for me to want to come back to watching it. Not that I'll quit the show forever, but certain things just, I don't, I don't like. So with Grey's Anatomy and Station 19, the biggest thing that happened was that DeLuca died and I tried to watch the episode after it where everybody was trying to, you know, get past it and whatnot. And I couldn't get into it. It was just, I don't even know when I tried to watch it. I don't know if it was a weekend or if it was like before I had work, but it wasn't an appropriate time to try and watch it. So I, um, this dog, I stopped watching it. So like I said, I was waiting for the prime opportunity for something to come along to make me want to watch it. And it's Lexi. Lexi is going to be on tonight's episode on the beach with Meredith. And apparently, apparently they're having six more cameos before the season is over of past cast members coming back to speak to her, I guess, or just cameos of them coming back to Grace Grace alone. And I'm like, oh, okay. So that's cool. So we got six more ways. You're going to tear my heart out. Cool. (laughs) Um, Derek was enough. And then George, I think both of those were enough. So I was asking the bean hater if he's going to watch. And he said he can't watch because it's Lexi. And some people are very burnt by how they killed Lexi off on Grey's Anatomy. So I guess he won't be watching, but I'm going to have to watch this weekend and catch up. Because I need to know who else is going to be around. I know April's supposed to come back. I don't know if April actually did her cameo yet or what. Because, again, I haven't caught up. Because I, I really can't be any more traumatized right now this year at all. <laughs> um, uh, <clears throat> I don't know what's happening downstairs right now. My sister's messing around. Um, Sorry. So I realized another thing. That I must work way too quick, like way quicker than my professors, because 
my professor is the slowest grader ever. Like I had a project due. So last week I had a diagram due, which I don't think I got a good grade on it at all. But it's not only, it's partially my fault, it's partially my professor's fault because the diagram was supposed to be based off of the previous week's writing assignment, which is fine. I don't have a problem doing projects or or assignments in that order. But what I do need is stability from my professor to give me the feedback required to make sure I'm doing the diagram correctly. And at the time when I looked to see if that was indeed the case, um, I saw no feedback, no notes on my writing, my writing assignment. <laughs> um, okay. So I went to do the diagram. I did the diagram all Monday because that was my day off that I took and I was just chilling and trying to get homework caught up and everything. And, um, I looked at the feedback. I looked at the writing assignment to see if she'd written any feedback or notes or anything, or said, this is wrong, or this is wrong, or this needs to be corrected, whatever, whatever. I look and it says no grade, not graded yet. And I'm like, I'm fucking believable. Like this lady has some kind of nerve to be telling me that she doesn't work on Sundays. And it's now Monday of the following week that I've turned in that paper and there was no feedback or grading to help me figure out if what I was doing was correct, which just makes me irate because first of all, this woman has the nerve to tell me she doesn't work on Sundays. So technically messaging her on a Sunday is a moot point. Okay. That's the first thing that made me mad. The second thing that made me mad is the fact that you've had four other days or five other days, however many days from one of the, from Monday to Monday, you have six days, okay, to grade my paper. And there's only a few of us in this one class. So can you do me a favor and stop whatever you're doing and grade my paper so I know you're actually doing your job? So that's what had me pissed off is the fact that I probably botched this diagram, this root cause analysis diagram because she couldn't give me the feedback I needed to be sure that I was correct with anything I'd said. So now this week I have to worry about how my aging workforce portion of my group project did or was sufficient enough for this group project. You know what I mean? Like we all do pieces of it, but we can't physically meet because this is a remote, this is a remote degree. Like I'm getting my degree on my laptop on my own here. So we're not physically meeting with each other. We had a couple of failed video chats that never happened again, apparently. They did it once and that was it. And now I have to be like, well, guys, it's due on Monday. So what are we doing? Like I have to be that annoying ass. Mm. So pissed off with that. Also, I just want to round this episode out because we're almost done here. So Cuomo, <laughs> oh my God. So Governor Cuomo made marijuana legal for recreational use in New York on Wednesday. The move comes after the state legislature greenlit the Marijuana Regulation Taxation Act after hours of debate late Tuesday. Okay. This is a historic day in New York, one that rights the wrongs of the past by putting an end to harsh prison sentences, embraces an industry that will grow the Empire State's economy, and prioritizes marginalized communities so that those so those that have suffered the most will be the first to reap the benefits. <laughs> Drug dealers. <laughs> Certain parts of the new law go into effect immediately. Anyone with a previous marijuana conviction that would now be legal under the law will have the wrap expunged or be resentenced. And New Yorkers will now be legally allowed to possess up to three ounces outside the home and up to five pounds at home. Jesus. Went from three ounces to five pounds. What the fuck? And can smoke pot in public where smoking tobacco is permitted. However, smoking weed is not permitted inside schools, workplaces, or cars. Yo, the streets of New York are going to just be one fucking huge cloud of marijuana. That's so funny. (coughs) 
And then I saw a friend of mine posted <laughs> on Facebook, wasn't he just raping women the other week? And I was like, oh my God, <laughs> like he released this so that we all forget. This guy is going to serve the craziest strong edibles and going to get away with whatever he wants at that party. It's over. Or he's going to start bribing bitches with pharmacy grade. Oh my God, dude. He's going to be bribing these women with Everybody's going to forget everything he ever did. That's that's all I'm going to say to you is he did this at a time where he knew it would please the public. So now everybody's going to back off of him and they're going to be like, yeah, but do you remember how he legalized weed? And it's going to be like, dude, who cares? He did this other thing first because now it's not going to fit the agenda anymore because the focus is off of that. And the fact that everybody's going to wang, everybody's going to chung, everybody's going to have fun tonight. Like, dude. It says the law takes cannabis off the list of controlled substances and allows those who are 21 and older to use the drug freely. Marijuana could be sold in licensed dispensaries as soon as next year. Okay, well, we're in April. <laughs> so if you're going to, you know, put this to the forefront of something that's never been done before, why don't you move it up a little bit sooner? You know what I mean? Like if you're trying to make this an effective thing and get everyone to love you more or whatever, because you're clearly not stepping down from any of this, move it up as early as the end of this year is what it should say. It says it will be some time before stores hawking legal weed appear in the state. Well, no shit. Cities, towns, and villages may opt out of allowing adult-use cannabis, retail dispensaries, or on-site consumption licenses by passing a local law by December 31st or nine months after the effective date of the legislation. Localities, however, cannot opt out of the adult use of legalization of cannabis. Two mayors on Long Island have already vowed to do so in their municipalities. Jesus. So that's funny. So something that's been happening since like probably, you know, probably since like, you know, (laughs) oh my God, I can't even do it. Native Americans. Okay. They were smoking the peace pipe way, way ago. And what are we like 200, 300 years behind? (laughs) Like it's just things like that. And then, you know, it just, it just doesn't make sense to me. Like, okay, good for you. But also no repercussions for this guy still. Another piece of shit politician who's going to get away with something because he will actually have the drug that will make people forget and be more pleasant. So while I understand what he's doing and what the tactic is, it's like, let me touch your tit for an ounce. Like, (laughs) like I will give you an ounce if you let me touch your breasts. Like everybody's going to forget about the groping and everything because who's going to remember Because, you know, he's going to be the first one to have that crazy shit. Where is Snoop Dogg? Okay. I need to know what Snoop Dogg thinks of this. Because he's going to be like, "Uh uh-uh, we're not letting this guy get away with touching these women for no reason. We should have fucking Snoop Dogg be the mayor. Could you imagine? And then have fucking, what's her name? Um, Martha Stewart chill with him in the mayoral mansion. (laughs) What the hell is the name of that mansion? It starts with a G. I don't really care. Um. I think I used to see it all the time, but it could be wrong because when I was younger, I used to live in the city and I used to think I would see these buildings that mattered, but don't <laughs> all the time. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so, but that's just, you know, he's going to throw bangers this summer for sure. And when can he stop being mayor? When can we officially oust him? Like now that he's done this, we don't really care about anything else. Is he going to be mayor till he dies? Isn't it sad that I don't know any of that? I don't know, but you know, a lot of, a lot of time comes and goes and a lot of things pass in between. And there's a lot of shit to retain in this life that you can't always remember. So, (laughs) um, I love you guys, but I think it's time for me to eat something. My stomach is growling at me. Uh, 
I love you guys. And I appreciate y'all being here this week again. I will have more stuff next week. I promise. It's just, it's been a bad few days of me trying to stay focused on so many different things at once. And I'm being pulled in so many different directions, which is my doing, but promise it'll get better. This dog is fucking crying. Is it raining? It sounds like it's raining and these people are working next door. And what's funny is when I started this episode, they were really like really, really loud. And now it's disappeared. But there's also like an inspector here. And I don't know if they're here for us or if they're here to check out next door or what. But I know we were having an issue with like the spectrum cable being way too high out of the ground. Yo, I think that's rain. Beautiful, beautiful thing. Um, I use thunderstorm sounds when I sleep. So this is like nothing. But I think it's funny. I hope these people are working like inside that house they're building. But um, they finally stopped blasting music. They're not blasting music today. And uh, which reminds me, I have to go start my car. I haven't really left the house in like a week. Um, so yeah, uh, I got to go eat something. My stomach hurts. <laughs> I love you guys. And uh, next week will be a lot better, I promise. Um, have a great rest of your week, guys. And uh, I hope you tell your friends to listen to this. And uh, subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. And I will not be charging $22 on my Patreon when I get that set up. Because that's absurd. Um, Have a good rest of your week and day. And um, love you guys. And I'll catch up with you next week. Bye.